before. Yeah. What Amen. my life was like. Right. You know, um, first off, Satan has done everything he could to distract me this week. Yes. Everything. Um, last night, you know, sitting in the ER with my dad. You know, family's all on the phone and everybody, you know, the only thing I can think of is, Lord, I just want to be at church tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I just want to be at church tomorrow. You know, but I just love the Lord. Amen. Because even though I wasn't here, God was with me. Yes. Yeah. You know, the presence of God was with me. I actually... For the first time in a month, I slept. I mean, I slept. It was a, a peaceful, restful sleep. Thank you, Lord. And I'm so thankful for God in that. Amen. You know, the tormentors weren't out. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, God's peace was just all over our home last night. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I'm so thankful for everything that God has done. Dan and I, you know, we laugh. He come out of religion. I come out of hell. <laughs> you know, I came out of hell. Um, and when we combined our house, the one thing we both agreed on, because he come from one side of the tracks and I came from the other, the one thing we agreed on was peace lives in our house. Yes. Amen. Mm, amen. You know, and the only way for peace to be there is for God to be the head of the house. Yes. Amen. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful that God is in our home. I'm so thankful for the peace in our home. Um, now, God's blessed me so much. I just, it's hard to explain. My dad is not doing real well. Took him in his, his um, O2 is down to 89. And for my dad, that's pretty bad. He's, a, he's only got one functioning lung, really. And I'm not panicking. You know, my whole family's panicking. I'm not panicking because I know who's in control. Yeah, I know who's in control. If it be God's will, it's God's will. Yes. You know, and I, I just, I, I lean so much on the Lord. Dan gets frustrated because there's times I should panic, I guess. <laughs> there's times that I should probably, you know, and I, I'm just constantly so focused on, you know, if God wants it this way, you know, and uh, everything we've been through. God has taken care of everything for yeah. us. Everything for us. You know, our finances, God's taking care of that. Our health, God's taking care of that. You know, our children, God's working on that. Amen. You know, right. Amen. I'm just so thankful for his presence in our home. I'm so thankful for the peace that he poured out on us. Yes. I'm so thankful for my birthday today. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Jesus. 24 years living for the Lord. I'll tell you what, I'm so glad he took me out of where he took me out. I'm so glad that I'm here today, but I'm also glad that he's not done with me. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank so you, much Jesus. more, and I look forward to that. I look forward to what the Lord has in store for us. Whether it's here or over there, 
I'm just so thankful I'm praising the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.
But I want to encourage you guys all to put your armor of God on because there's a battle. Mm-hmm. Satan's after our souls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have to be out there winning souls. Amen. Yes, that's, right. Yes, that's right. So I just want to praise you, thank you, and, and give honor to Brother Harold and Sister Betty. Amen. Hallelujah.
so trans they're transparent, they're so pure. Yeah. Who ever heard of that? Sister Betty. Oh, Sister Lisa? Sister Lisa? You guys appoint. Why don't both of you stand up? She had her hand raised first. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, first of all, I'm glad to be here. I'm thankful that he gave us this nice weather. I mean, like two weeks ago, we were freezing in here. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cold and everything. Yeah. Tonight, we're peeling off our jackets and our shoulders. Yeah. It's just glorious that the Lord is with us. But I want to thank him for pouring out the Holy Ghost on my daughter. Yes. Yeah. This has been a, a prayer that I've had for years. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> years yes. for my children. I'll never stop praying for them. I'll keep praying for them. But there was one time in prayer I said, Lord, before you take me, I want to see my daughter praying in the Holy Ghost and worshiping you. I want to see my two sons that are filled Amen. with the Holy Ghost pray through and worshiping you Amen. in spirit. And my son, my, my other son, I ask him to save him mm -hmm. and let him speak with tongues too. Amen. And that needs to happen, but I may not see it now, but I know it's coming. Amen. This happened. Yeah. 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 And we don't, you know, sometimes it, it comes in quiet and we don't notice it. Sister Deborah come to visit, uh, they stopped in on the way the other night. And um, I know the Lord has been healing her continually. Yep. And he's going to continue to heal her mm -hmm. until it's fully, until she's made whole. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like yeah. he said in his word. Amen. But she was talking and we were visiting before they were heading up here. And then after she left, I was thinking about it, and I thought, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Her speech is normal. Yeah. 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 She doesn't have that speech that she had before with the effects of the yeah. stroke that she had. Yeah. She had a massive stroke. Yeah. But the Lord yeah. delivered her. The Lord healed her. And I want to thank the Lord for that. Amen. Yes. Thank the Lord that, that his people, you, brothers and sisters, are obedient in prayer yeah. because it takes prayer break open the doors yeah. for heaven yeah. and the Lord's ear um, bent to hear us. But I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for Brother Richard. Amen. Yeah. Amen. His oxygen levels been good. I mean, you know, oh, that's that's the hand of God. Yes. And so I'm grateful. I just want to let the Lord know I am grateful and I'm thankful. I'm thankful that he saved me. I'm thankful that I have the Holy Ghost. I am thankful that there are new souls that are coming in yes. that are going to get the Holy Ghost. Yes. I'm thankful yes. that there's souls here that are waiting that are going to get the Holy yes. Ghost. Yes. <laughs> so praise the Lord, and I thank Him for the blood. I thank Him for dying for me, and I thank Him that He looked upon me when I was, when, you know, I was nothing. Absolutely nothing, but He had mercy. And He looked on me, and He knew what I could be. Mm -hmm. And he brought me out of that miry clay. He saved my soul. Yeah. I thank him for that. Amen. So I want to Amen. greet you all in Jesus' thank name. You, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to say that uh, I didn't really lift my hand, but I'll say something for the Lord. <laughs> because I love him. Amen. Um, and I believe what I live. Amen. And um, 
happy birthday, Sister Dina. My birthday's coming up too, and I'm excited. But um, what I want to thank the Lord for tonight is something that Harold said in his message this morning. And I wanted to ask somebody in here, who's 33 years old in here? Anybody in their 30s? That's how old Jesus was when he hung on that cross. He was young. He was young. That was, you know, I can't imagine. I was thinking about this today. I can't imagine what Mary went through. The suffering that he endured and she had to watch it. And she was obedient to him and didn't do nothing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That's all I wanted to say is I'm thankful for his blood. And I'm thankful for his Calvary and for his blood saved me. You know, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have the Holy Ghost. I wouldn't be walking this life if if, um, he didn't reach down and wake me up. You know, because I was... I was long gone too, Dina. I was going down the wrong road. You know, I didn't know anything. I didn't even know how to pray. And I think, I thank the Lord that I've, I've grown. I've grown in Him, and I want to grow some more. Amen. And I want to see more. I've seen so much growth in this church. I love watching the little girls dance, and I'm just thankful that I'm able to get up there. Maybe not dance, but bounce. <laughs> but I'm thankful for that yeah. last Sunday was my first time and I think I stayed on the bed for two days Monday and Tuesday because <laughs> my ankles wouldn't so this time I didn't jump around as much as I did last Sunday but I'm just thankful 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 and I would greet you all in Jesus name Amen. One more. One short one. Can you keep it short, Rick? Yeah. Oh, I know you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I just want to thank God for life. For being here, being called. Because we're a chosen generation. And royal priesthood of peculiar people. Or to show forth our praises. Lord, it's really been speaking to me a lot about praise and worship. Guys are seeing the fruit of that yeah. during worship services. Just step out of faith and obey that feeling. Mm-hmm. How quickly he comes. Yeah. How strongly mm-hmm. he comes. Amen. Amen. So I thank him. Thank him to be able to go up there and dance for however long that I can. Because there's nothing that's going to stop it. Right. Yeah. Amen. Until I breathe my last breath. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. My last breath will be praising you. Yeah, Amen. Or until he raptures us out of here. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because I want to be conditioned to be able to stand before him and worship him. Amen. You know, if we can't do it here, no way we can do it for him. Right. Up in heaven. And I'm thankful that I can praise him because he deserves it. Yeah. Amen. You know, let me rephrase that. I can worship him. There's a difference, I believe. Mm-hmm. Praise is to thank him for what he's done and to worship is to thank him for who he is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You don't have to give me nothing. He did it all on the cross. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I want to worship him for who he is. Amen. My Savior and my healer. Yes. I just want to tell him I love him. 
responding in a way that would be pleasing we all we all say this if, if, if we had the opportunity given to us now I, I don't want to burst anybody's bubbles tonight but I say this because I know I understand the truth about God I understand who he is. The fact, the truth is, there is only one God. Amen. Only one God. There's only one person, only one that created the heavens and the earth and all that in them is. There's only one God that claims that in the scripture. Claim that. And you know what he claimed? He said, there's no God beside me. I don't know of any. I'm just paraphrasing. Amen. So there's only one God. Now think about it. That is a fact. That is the truth. Yes. And when we 
come into that place where we are, and, and, and you know, it, it's not like we choose to enter his presence. It would be a different story if we did choose to enter his presence. But that's not reality because we're so influenced by our opinions. We're so influenced by our beliefs, by our uh, philosophies, by our tradition, by our religion, that we, you know, it's like, uh, uh, here's something, I understand something. This is what the Lord laid on my heart tonight. I I want you to listen to this. Some of you in this place, and, and let me let me rephrase that. All of you in this place need God. Amen. 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 That's right. There, there's not one of you that can afford to leave this service tonight without God. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. And, and there's a need. You have a need. Put down your pride. Amen. Amen. Huh? Amen. Throw down your pride. Amen. And let God have access to your heart. Yes. But human nature is this. You know why I said pride? Is because we know we need God. Yeah. That's right. Amen. Why, why are there religions? Yeah. Why are there different beliefs? Yeah. Because man knows he needs God. That's right. But they're on a journey where they're not really seeking the true God. They're seeking a God. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And so they're on that journey. They're searching. That's why you. That's why you're searching and you're 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 amen. Uh, you're walking the way that you are walking because you are trying to pursue God. But guess what? Guess what? There's only one. Yeah. Not many. That's right. Paul was asserting that claim. He said, even though there are people may say there's many lords and many gods, he said, there's only one God. Yes. There's only one. So so here's the thing, it's it's just as simple as that. So so here, here's the thing. We need God. And we actually have the opportunity right now to walk into His presence. Did you realize you walked into the presence of God? Yes. How many many can feel the presence of God? But here's the thing. Human nature is we want to put up them walls. We don't want to let Him in. Some of you are afraid of the unknown. Yes. Huh? Some of you are afraid. Of, let me tell you something. This is your opportunity. Yes. You're, you're in the presence of God. Now you're going to come face to face with him. Amen. My, my. The reason why I say that is I believe this. We've all kind of had an, uh, uh, maybe a thought or something when we went in, in, in our faith and we say it would really be something to be able to see God face to face here's a, here's a good question that demands an answer <laughs> just hold on here we'll, we'll start here 
Just hold on to your seats. It's gonna get it's gonna get really intense in here. Amen. Amen. Any of you ask a question in your mind, you're searching in your heart. I hope you're searching for truth. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Huh? Not for religion. Not for tradition. Not for the doctrines of men. The teachings of men. Huh? I hope you're searching for truth. Because if you're searching for truth, guess what? And you're sincere about it, you're going to find truth. You're going to find truth. Truth is going to come right before you. Hallelujah. Jesus was referring in the scripture in John 14. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man can come to the Father except by me. Yes, yes. But you know what the world doesn't want? The world doesn't want truth. Yeah. Look at our country right now. They're not seeking truth. That's right. That's right. They're seeking their own agenda. Yeah. Politics. Immorality. Abominations. Huh? Hallelujah. All, 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 humanism. Humanism. Where we believe the answer's in us. We have the answer. For all the, the problems that we're seeing all over, not just in this country, not just in our in our communities, on the reservations, in the states, in the world. We believe we have the answer. We do not have the answer. Right. Right. There's only one person that has the answer. And he, can, he has the remedy for your situation. That And his name. Uh, uh, this is this is the question I was going to ask. Has 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 any of you ever asked this question? What does God look like? Yeah, yeah. Did you know that God has a face? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? God has a face. Yeah. Huh? Yes. So you can look at him. So you can cast your sight upon him. And you can see him. Here, here's the one thing. One day you are gonna meet him face to face. That's right. That's right. Amen. And, and guess what? It's not going to look like the image that a lot of people worship. Yeah, that's it. That's right. He's, he's, not, he's not going to look like that that picture that churches have hanging up in their vestibule. Yeah. With, with long hair. Yeah. He doesn't look like that. That's right. No, no Jew looks like that. But see, somebody painted a, a model and they put it up there. They said, that's Jesus. So everybody says, oh, my, that's what Jesus looks like. He's a lovely man. <laughs> but see, but see, listen to this. Man is searching for God. 
but they're searching in the wrong places. Right. They're trying to find God, but they're searching in the wrong places. They, have, they don't know what it is to come face to face with God. Hallelujah. It, it is, the Bible says, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the the living God. That's right. It's a fearful thing. If, if, if any of you came face to face with them, guess what? Uh, amen. You wouldn't be so lifted up in yourself. Yeah. yeah. If you came face to face with right. him. Amen. With Wakantanka. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. I haven't got to my message yet. <laughs> but you know, the reason, the reason why I say that, the question has to be answered. Something has to be settled in us, each and every one of us individually. We need to come to that revelation. And guess what? God is more willing to reveal himself to you but the problem is, is our pride. Yeah, that's right. We hate to let go. We hate to let go. Uh, I have some notes up there on the pulpit. But right now, I'm not following those notes. Maybe that's my program. But God says, I have a program also. Amen, amen. And so I'm just obeying the Lord. Yeah. You know, I've been spirit-filled for almost 40 years. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Huh? Mm. I think I have a little experience. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I've studied the scripture since I've been saved, since I've been born again. I couldn't tell you how many times I read the Bible through. I couldn't tell you. I've, I've searched it. I've prayed. I've fasted. Huh? Yes. Because I was hungry for God. He came and he touched me. After he touched me, let me tell you something. There was nothing like that I've ever experienced in my life. I didn't know God was that real. He did something to me. You know what? When he touched me, the influence he had on, on me, he made a very good first impression yes. in my life. Amen. That first impression he made in my life, guess what? When I went back from that service, guess what happened to me? I didn't sleep for three days. Woo. Because I couldn't get over the love I was feeling. Yeah. I couldn't get over the, 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 the life I was feeling, the energy. Are you listening to me? That heavenly virtue that was flowing through me, I couldn't get over it. I couldn't sleep. I had to ask myself the question, is this real? Is this real? Guess what? God is real. He's more real than the chair you're sitting in. in our mind what we think he's like. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. He's nothing like that. What you so afraid of? The Lord gives you an opportunity. He throws it out there. You hear it? All of you are hearing it today. Yeah. He gives you that opportunity. You know what he's saying? Hey, 
Do what he's telling you to do. Seek me out. Amen. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to be just like everybody else here. You're going to find the truth. Woo! Yeah. I'm glad I know the truth. Amen. The truth has made me free. Yes. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He is the only true God. Yes. yes. The only true God. Amen. Scripture says he is the most high God. Paul said in Philippians chapter 2 that his name is above every name. Yeah. So amen. He's the highest God. He is, you can't go any higher than him. The only other, amen, fictitious gods are below him. Yeah. He is the highest God. His name is above every name. So if he is the highest God, if he has the highest name, how come we can't accept the truth about who he is? How can we accept that fact that he is the only God? I ran into a person one time. He was a he was a spiritual man. He was a holy man. And and he, he was talking to me. He knew what I was all about. And he was trying to impress me. And he said, Oh, I, I met Jesus one time. I said, You did? He said, Yeah. He said, he's just like anybody else. Oh, oh wow. I said, nope. I said, you didn't meet the real Jesus. That's right. Yeah. I said, because if you met the real Jesus, you wouldn't be talking like you're talking. That's right. for you, your understanding, and, and it's all because, it's not because of man. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's because of God. 
And that's why all of this is happening. God is moving in your lives. Some of you know this. You know, when you were testified or somebody shared their testimony to you, somebody witnessed to you about Jesus, and they gave you his word, and you know what? You thought about it, and you said, okay, I'll obey his word. Guess what? When you obeyed his word, what did you find out? <laughs> you found out it was true, didn't you? Amen. You found out how real God was. Yes. Blew your mind like, wow, I didn't know that. Yes, yes. So when that when that happens, when that happens, it obviously does something. And I know, I know, I hope, I hope something happens tonight. Amen. Yes. For you. Let me use this this uh, cliche. I hope curiosity kills the cat. <laughs> I hope you're curious enough to say, hey, there's got to be something. It wasn't just what he said. It was what I was feeling in that Amen. Place. Amen. Woo. I was, and I still am, last last Sunday, and, and the Lord spoke to me, and, and I came up here, and I just I just preached what he gave me to preach, and because I knew what was going to happen, and I knew... God was going to minister, and He did, mm. and and God moved. And, and let me tell you something: when you when you focus on Him and you focus on His Word and you obey His will, things happen. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we experienced that last weekend. We had powerful service in here. I mean, I love the worship. You love the worship. Yeah. I, I love the presence of God. I love the word of God. I hope that's why we're here. I hope we came to hear the word. Hallelujah. I want to elaborate on something so simple, so profound, powerful. We can quote this with our eyes closed. We know this scripture very well. But let me tell you something. We can't understate God. We can't overstate him. Yeah. I'm saying I'm not saying when we talk about him, I'm not talking when we testify, I'm talking about anything we do. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We can't. Every effort we try to make it at best futile. Everything we try to do to try to create some good, if it's not God's good, guess what? It's futile. Yeah. Man's goodness doesn't have that virtue that heavenly goodness has. That's why some people shudder at the Holy Ghost. Because that is the true goodness of God, His presence, His virtue. It's holy. So when we come into the presence, we feel that we, you know, those that really are seeking God, guess what? 
they'll they'll pursue they'll fill that void in their heart in their spirit so that they can amen their soul can be satiated amen satisfied content i mean real satisfaction real contentment real joy real peace real happiness wrap our minds about uh, on the scripture i mean jesus was the one speaking this and, and let me tell you something jesus does not lie that's right we're all concerned about the issue of being told the truth but jesus is telling us the truth but guess what we don't want to listen to him right. yeah <laughs> hallelujah we don't want to take him at his word. Mm. And his word has more impact than anybody That's I know. Right. That's right. Amen. 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 It's real. So here's what he said. He said, for God so loved the world. He so loved the world. That's you and I. Everybody. Now, now I, want you to, I want you to wrap your mind. Try to wrap your mind around this. Try to wrap your mind around this. God, he's the one that created everything. Uh, in the Lakota, is it? Creator is, I'm trying to think. Is it Gaga? Gaga. Creator. Gaga. Yeah. Gaga. Okay. So he created, he created this world that we live in. He created you and I. Mm -hmm. yeah. Huh? Let, let me ask you a question. If you believe in a different God than Jesus, why don't you look like your God? Yeah, yeah. That's right. Woo! That's right. Amen. Woo! <laughs> because if your God created you, you should be formed in the in the image of your God. Yeah. Why don't you look like your God? That's right. That's right. Hallelujah. We don't. We look like the God that created us. Woo! We were created. Yeah. In the That's why we all look the same. We have different colors, different shapes, different sizes. But guess what? Here's the, here's the thing about this. We all have a spirit. We all have a soul. We all have a body. We're all human beings. Why? God created us. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, it's up. The let me answer that. Let me answer that question. Yes, there is one God. Yes, there is one Creator, and He made all of us. Yeah. Yes. Amen. 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 He loved the world so much because we're His creation. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Right. Huh? Oh. That he gave his only begotten. Everybody say begotten. begotten. That means he was born. Yes. He was born. Yes. He became a human being. Right. He was born. And that's talking about Jesus. The incarnation of Jesus yes. Christ. I never realized what that meant until one time, you know, when I was curious enough, I looked it up. Incarnation means this. Deity became humanity. Yes. God became a man. God became a man. And he did that because he loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. So if we believe that, We're going to have everlasting life. Yes. We're going to live forever. Okay? Isn't that amazing? Yes. Hold on, we're going to get there here. So, that was the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse number 16. Yeah. Yep. Huh? Can, can anybody affirm that? All right, there it is. <laughs> That's what it says. And, and you know who said that? Jesus. Amen. Jesus said that. Yes. So that is a fact yes. that is the truth yes. huh? there's no lie in that scripture so what he's saying here's, here's the neat thing about this any person born from Adam to the last person that's going to be born be, you know and before eternity comes because there's souls that aren't born yet there's you know I have a grandson he's a couple weeks old but there's still people, uh, human beings being born. So any person born from Adam all the way to the last person that's ever going to be born in this world, guess what? God has them covered. Yeah. Yes. yeah. He died yes. for them. Yeah. That's something to think about. Yeah. He's going to give the unborn an opportunity. Amen. See? That's a lot of people to right. die for. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And here, let me, let me uh, connect this with what I'm telling you. That's a lot of people to die for. But he, he needs to. He, he's a person that keeps his word. So we know that's still happening. There's people that aren't born yet that he died for. Okay? Here's the other thing. The Bible says when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, read that in, in your Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. You're going to find out when Jesus was in the, in the Garden of Gethsemane and he was getting ready. That was before they arrested him, before he stood before the Sanhedrin, before he was whipped and scourged and crucified. Guess what? He felt the, the weight, the burdens of the sin of the whole world. And, and that was almost... Two millennia ago, that was almost 2,000 years ago, he was feeling the weight. It wasn't just people that were up to his time. It was people even all the way, guess what? We weren't even born yet, but he carried our burden. He carried the weight of our sin. So that's why he almost collapsed. That's why he almost, he was weakened. And that's why he said, Lord, I can't take this. If it be your will, let this cup pass from me. Guess what? He felt the reality of the effects of sin. The burden of sin. Are you listening to me? The curse of sin. The curse of sickness. Death. 
that he almost gave into it, but he said, nevertheless, not my will, but let your will be done. Thank you, Jesus. So what happened? Angels came on the scene and they strengthened him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, now here, here's a question. How many of you, when you're overwhelmed, when you're going through certain uh, uh, situations and you're going through trials, you're going through tribulation, you're being afflicted, and not just in your body, not just physically, but mentally and spiritually, and you feel that weight and you feel terrible, even sometimes when we know that we've done things we have we shouldn't have done, we feel the weight of that. We feel it comes back upon us. It's heavy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And so, so what it is is it causes us to to become uh, full of anxiety. We become uh, uh, we become fearful. We become you know we're concerned, we're worried, we're bothered, we're troubled. You name it, we go through it. Amen. So we know what that feels. Can you imagine feeling that for how many souls that are going to be born into the world? Ooh. Can you imagine yeah. feeling that effect on, on one body? Jesus. People don't comprehend what Jesus went through for us. He wasn't just a good man. That's right. Huh? Ooh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He wasn't just a good man like a lot of people like to put him there. Oh, he was just a good man. Huh? He was a prophet. Huh? No, he wasn't. You cannot compare him to Buddha. Amen. Somebody even said, Nostradamus, you cannot compare him to Nostradamus. You cannot compare him to the most wisest king or the most richest person or the most intelligent person intellectually or the smartest person. You can't compare him to anybody. He's far above them. He sees them. There's nothing man can do. There's nothing we can do to, to come to that place where, where can, we can be like Him. We can't do that. We're humanity. I bet you said, talk to myself, I didn't come to church to hear this tonight. <laughs> so, Jesus said that in John 3.16, is that what we affirmed? Yes, sir. He said that in John 3.16. So we know that. Guess what? Listen to this, everybody. God loves you. Amen. Amen. Yes. Do you make your devotion? Do you link your devotion to whatever you believe? Is the word love there? I know some people don't like to use that word love. Why? Sounds too mushy. It's not mushy. That's right. It sounds too sissy-like. 
Why is it that? And I'm going to pick on the males tonight. Big macho man. You know, you know who does that? You can go to Africa, go in the jungle, you've seen a bunch of gorillas and apes that do that. What am I saying? All macho men, don't talk about love. Hmm? Don't hug. Don't tell your wife, don't tell your children you love them. You've got to be a man. Don't say that. Wow. And you know what human beings need? Love. love. Amen. Amen. But supposed to be that way yes. no we're not that's right god created us with amen feelings yes. amen. he created us with emotions yes. we need to experience that we experience the whole spectrum of emotions you know what sometimes you need sometimes you need a good cry yes. sometimes those tears need to is true. Jesus said this, the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He said, I am come that ye might have life and have it more abundantly. He said that in John chapter 10, verse number 12. So, what he's saying is that when we come to that place of, you know, knowing who God is, when God comes into our lives, guess what? Our lives, our lives will be made better. Amen. We will be able to experience life in its fullest. Yes. Everything that sin has come to destroy and take away from us, we will recover that Amen. because of God's love. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So, here I go again. John chapter 316. I'm just stuck on that scripture verse. But I'm going to link it. Is that alright? I'm going to link it to 1 John chapter 316. Does anybody know what that says? Well, let's read it. First John chapter 3, the epistle of John chapter 3, verse number 16. Now look what the apostle John says. Now this is the apostle John speaking. He says, hereby perceive we the love of God. Now, I, I want to ask you a question. You read that scripture. 
Who is he talking about? I only heard one answer. Huh? He said, hereby perceive we the love of God. So who is he talking about? God. Huh? His, his subject is God. I'm talking about God. I'm talking about Jesus. Huh? I'm talking about him. Nobody else. And he says, Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us. Who laid down his life for you? God laid down his life for you. How could God do that? How could God do that? How could God lay down his life for you? You know why? Because he's eternal life. How could God die? He's eternal life. He cannot die. You can't. You can't kill God. A lot of people are right now are trying to kill God. They're trying to remove him out of everything. Hey, good luck with that. Yeah. You're not going to be able to kill God. People have been trying to do that for a long time. And I don't know if you have been received the latest update. God is alive and well. He's alive and he's he's doing re really well. Huh? How do I know? I talked to him this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Here's, here's the better part of that statement. And he talked back to me. Yeah. So when I received that answer, I said, Woo! Yeah. He's still alive. Perceive we the love of God that he would lay down his life for us. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit. I'm going to make it simpler so you can understand, but you can research it in the scripture. God said he would, he would come and he would be the sacrifice. Huh? He would take care of the salvation for mankind himself. That's what Paul said in the book of Hebrews. By two immutable things, he promised that he would come and save us. By two immutable things, what he promised, what he said, and, and he cannot lie. That's right. So God promised that he would come and he would save all mankind from their sin. That was his promise. Guess what? God kept his word. But how was he going to do that? God cannot die. He's eternal. You can't, you can't kill God. So how did that happen? God had to become a human being. That's right. The angel was speaking to Mary and said, guess what, Mary? You're going to have a baby. And 
He told Joseph, he said, Mary's gonna have a baby. I want you to name him Jesus. Name him Jesus because he's going to save his people from their sins. Amen. And so here was the angel in, in, in speaking to them and, and he, he tells Mary that holy thing that is in you is of God. She conceived by the Spirit of God. Let me tell you something. We believe God's a miracle worker, which yes. he is. And guess what God did? The Lord went down there and touched her, her womb. And guess what? She conceived. And so that, that baby that was in her began to grow in her womb. The heart began to beat. The blood began to, amen, flow through that little embryo. Life began. Life began. But he wasn't an ordinary man. He was different than all mankind. You know why he was different than all mankind? Because his father was God. Amen. Hallelujah. So there's that heartbeat that going on in her womb as she began to carry him. And I can remember, I, I bet you she remembered, yes, that angel said, this, this child, this child that I'm carrying right now, this child that I conceive is, is born, is, is the holy child of God. So you know what she did? As the baby grew in her, in her womb, and then she began to grow bigger. Adrian can tell you all about it. <laughs> all your sisters can. You're, you're carrying that child, and when you when you when you get to that age where it's getting ready to, to, you know, to give birth, guess what? You Guess what? Mary was wobbling around with a miracle. Amen. Yeah. Wow. She was wobbling around with a miracle. Guess what? If you had God in you, you would wobble around with a miracle. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If, if you really had God in you, you would walk different. That's what I'm saying. If you had the real God in you, you would walk different. Are you listening to me? Amen. Amen. Look what's going on in our world right now. The COVID, all this stuff. Why are there so many bad things that exist in this world? If we don't need God, why does all this happen? Obviously, we need God to save us from all these troubles. Think about that. So this is what he did. 
he impregnated a virgin. Somebody says, can God do that? Oh, yes, he can. He's the one that created us in the first place. Put it all, put us all together, created us. So he can do that. And so when that happened, this is this is what the scripture says, and I'm reading out of Galatians chapter four, but in verse number four, this is what he says. Uh, but when the fullness of the time was come, when the fullness of the time was come, when it was time for God to come into this world, God sent forth His Son. He sent him forth, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. God said, it's not going to be by the blood of bulls and goats and lambs and turtle doves and pigeons anymore. It's going to be by my blood. Amen. Huh? Uh, here's something interesting I want to I want to share with you about that. Right now, in this day and age, years ago, we 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 didn't know about DNA. You couldn't you couldn't find out certain answers to certain questions because they didn't understand DNA. Now they understand DNA really well. You can find out who the father of a child is just by DNA. Amen. Can't get out of that one, boys. Huh? Well, it's not mine. Mm -hmm. Go to the hospital and get that little swab and about a week or two to come back and say, hey, 99.9%, .9 you're the baby daddy. Uh, can't walk away from that way, from that one. So that's interesting. The child takes on the DNA of the father. Yeah, yeah. Huh? So I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you something about Jesus and why he's so different. He's not just an ordinary man. Mm -hmm. Because his father was not a human being. Yes. His father was God. Yes. <laughs> so when, when she finally gave birth and he was born, he was born into the world only for one purpose. He was born for one purpose. That was to die for you and I. Amen. Jesus. You know, you know, I, I, as, as a young preacher, I, I, I read the scripture, I read the gospels. We were taught, you want to get a good message, study the gospel. Huh? I'd read the gospel and I, I come across certain passages of scriptures. I always wondered why every time uh, Jesus came upon a person who was demon possessed guess what those demons responded to him yeah 
What you doing here? Huh? Yeah. He came into their environment, their world. And you know what? They felt him. Yeah, yeah. He looked like just any other human being. Amen. You know what? Devils know us. Yeah, they do. That's right. And some of us are bound by devils. Yeah. We don't even know it. Yeah. Huh? We walk according to them, yeah. to their will. Mm -hmm. Huh? Yes, their yeah. influence. Yeah. If you don't believe me, read Ephesians chapter 2. That's right. We walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Yeah. They don't want you to know God. Amen. They don't want you to, amen, to, to understand who he is. Yeah. So they want you to go the opposite direction. Yes. But every time they ran into Jesus, guess what happened? They said, who are you? Yes. What have we to do with thee? Thou Jesus. Pretty soon, you know what? They figured it out. Thou son of God. Yeah. Why? Because guess what? They recognized the spirit that kicked them out of heaven. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Woo. Hey, wait a minute. There's something different about this guy. Jesus. Mm -hmm. huh? Hey, he's the one that kicked us out of heaven. Right. When we rebelled. Amen. That's why they were afraid of him. See, he wasn't a different person. He was God manifested in the flesh. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now. Let, let me help you a little bit. This kind of feels like a, a Bible study, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Combination. But I'm just making it simple for you. Yeah. Okay? And, and when you think about who he was, he was God. He was God. He was God. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. I get tired of him saying that. Why do you say that, Brother Harold? Well, I say it because that's what the word says. Mm -hmm. yeah. huh? I say it because that's what the word says. Make no mistake. Right. Make no mistake. Even even his own people, the Jews, couldn't couldn't understand that. They they couldn't see it and they, they didn't know who he was. And uh praise God they had problems with that. Knowing who he really was. And and one of them was one of them was uh Philip. Philip says, Lord, uh if you just show us the Father. He was talking about Jehovah. If you just show us the Father, that will be sufficient for us. That will suffice it us. That will be sufficient for us. So show us who the Father is. So Jesus, I can I can imagine after all those all yeah. times yeah. you know, Jesus. Yeah. this, maybe, when Philip said that, maybe he just kind of, 
He, he probably wasn't wearing glasses. <laughs> but he probably said. <laughs> then he probably looked at Thomas. Oh, Philip. Philip, when you seen me, <laughs> when you seen me, you have seen the Father. his 
this leg was even with this leg so he could walk and he had a little club foot and there he came in and you know what the, the preacher prayed for him and he told him he said take this off he said you believe God can heal he said yes I do he took it off he said take this brace off they took it off he stuck his leg out there he said in Jesus name let this leg be restored whole as the other guess what happened I seen that leg come out I seen it grow I seen that feet the toes begin to form guess what I seen it happen with the service one night, Bible study, and uh, Blossom was with her. They came up and she said, uh, she was talking to my brother David, she said, I need prayer. Okay. So they called me over there, so she came up to the altar. So I asked her, you want prayer, Grandma? She said, yeah. I said, okay, what do you want prayer for? She said, I can't see out of this eye, I just, I'm blind. And she said, it really bothers me. And uh, I'm going to pray. I want, I want, I want to my, my sight restored. I said, okay. So we prayed for her. We laid our hands on her and we prayed for her. She stood there and then she sat down. Nothing happened. We dismissed Bible study and Boston walked home. He's just right, right behind the community center there and they candies. They went home. They went out the door. And a few minutes later, here comes Boston. All hysterical. Grandma can see! Grandma can see! I said, what? She said, yeah! When we were walking home, guess what? Her eye opened up. She can see now. I said, really? Hallelujah. She can see. She said, yes. Grandma can see. Guess what? That goose went through that community. When we had church Sunday, there was a whole bunch of people in there. Why? Because the grandma was testifying about her eyes, her sight being restored.
gospel of Jesus Christ. He did that. He did that for you and I. My, 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 my. Did you know this? And I know some of you, and, and I hope I hope some of you right now are taking it personal. Because God is a personal God. And and He He, he gave His life for you. He gave His life for you. One day he knew Harold Marshall was going to walk into this apostolic church. He knew I was going to walk in. I got to reach this guy. He had to get a hold of him. There was a lot he had to deal with in this whole heart of mine. Huh? A lot going on there. I know there's a lot going on in some of your hearts. Right now, some of you are distracted. Because the devil doesn't want you to know God. Huh? He doesn't want you to focus in on what the word of God is trying to say to you. So he wants to cause some kind of distraction. He wants to create some kind of, you know, something come up and something just take your mind off of God. He doesn't want you to come to the knowledge of the truth. Mm. I was frightened with my own self that service. I remember that service very well. Sitting back there, fighting. But you know what? My flesh was fighting it. My spirit was saying, Yes. Right. Your human spirit. That's right. That's what really is searching for God. Yes. My spirit was saying, Yeah. This is what I need. But my flesh was saying, No, don't listen to them. I'm glad I walked up to that altar because when they gave the invitation and they said, Whoever wants to come up, come up to the altar. Guess what? I just reluctantly, I just kind of said, Okay, I'm gonna go up to the altar. Nobody told me what to say. Nobody told me what to do. I just followed suit with everybody. And I went on the side that all the men were standing on. And I seen those men started to pray. Some of them started to lift up their hands and, you know, start to talk. And, and amen. So I figured, wow, that must be what I need to do. And, you know, I just did it. And I just lifted up my hands. And all of a sudden, I felt something touch me. Woo! <laughs> I felt an energy I never felt before. And I, it was just like... Somebody, like, this, I got zapped in both of my hands, and I felt it, and I, and, and I, and I opened up my eyes, and I, I, I jerked, and one of the guys next to me said, are you okay? I said, yeah. He said, what is it? I said, I felt something. He said, that's the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know what? Some of you are feeling the Lord tonight. Yeah. It's, it's very obvious. Some of you are feeling God moving upon you. Let me tell you something. Amen. Don't don't be like a lot of people that turn their backs on Him. 
Don't be like a lot of people. Interesting scripture verse. The writer is saying here in Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 26, for if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth. sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin let me tell you something people it's not a good thing to turn away God it's not a good thing to turn away his invitation but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour these adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. How much more sore punishment suppose he shall he be thought worthy, look what he says, who had trodden underfoot the Son of God and had counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing and had done despite unto the spirit of grace. Oh, Jesus. Man. What are we going to do with the opportunity that God going to do we're in his presence right now he's here in our midst and I know we all feel him what are we going to do what are you going to do how are you going to react and here's Jesus and he's going like this He's saying, come on. I'm calling you. I'm reaching out to you. I'm giving you an opportunity. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm giving you an opportunity right now. I know some of you are thinking. I know some of you are wondering. I know some of you are dealing with certain things in your mind. I, I know that. I know that. But here's the thing. Why do we allow, why do we allow ourselves to succumb to things that will not benefit us? eternally. 
I believe the Lord is speaking to all of us. Amen. I believe He's talking to us. He's reaching out to us right now. Let me tell you something. I know this. I have experienced a lot of things during my lifetime. I've run into a lot of different things. I even searched in my, in my own heart. I even searched for certain things. But I found out that that wasn't the answer for me. I've been there. I've been down one hill and up the other. But you know what? After Jesus found me, and after I received the gospel and obeyed the gospel, guess what? My searching is done. Amen. I found the very thing that I didn't realize I was looking for. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I believe God wants to move in your life. Even now. I believe that we can all experience the moving of His Spirit even right now. God wants to reach out to us. He wants to touch you. You'll feel His divine presence. You'll feel that virtue. You'll feel it. He wants to touch whatever need it is. Whatever burden you're carrying. Whatever, amen. Whatever trouble. Whatever trial. He wants to take care of it. Let's all stand this evening. Some of you are being deceived. 
God's light is shining in this place. And he's revealing all those things. He's revealing what's in the darkness. Those things that hinder you. If it's not real, why is it so hard for you just to accept Jesus? Why is it so hard for you just to obey him? If it wasn't real, you would have no problem. But obviously, amen. The adversary is working against you. So we're going to pray right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Jesus of Nazareth. Lord, we acknowledge your presence in this place. We know you're here. We know that you're here in this place, oh God. We feel your presence. Thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for your spirit that we feel in this place. God, I ask you that you minister. Lord, you know every heart in this place. You know every soul in this place. You know the burdens that we have walked in here with. The problems. God, the, the amen, the anxiety, the worry, the anguish, the fear, even affliction, infirmity, God's sickness. Lord, you know what it is that we have walked in here with. You know our hearts, you know our minds. Lord, I take authority. In the name of Jesus Christ, I take authority over every spirit. Amen, Lord. Every spirit, Lord, that hinders. Every spirit, Lord, that is. Amen, God. Working against you, Lord. I take authority of all these that I have named in the name of Jesus Christ. I command you in Jesus' name to loose your hold upon these souls. In Jesus' name, God, let your spirit move. Let your spirit move. Break down the walls, break down the barriers, break down the door, the bulwarks, break down our defenses, O oh Lord. Remove our pride, remove our stubbornness.